Thanks for checking out this podcast from Christ Church of Ornogo. Our hope is that it helps you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. Well, welcome everyone to Wednesday night church. It feels a little different in here and that's good. That's what it's supposed to feel like tonight. Tonight we are reflecting. We're looking at where we have been the last couple of weeks. And the last couple of weeks, what we've seen, first, first what we saw was that when people sit at a table with Jesus, when they experience Jesus, they're different. They change. And then, then we started to look at how do they change? What happens? And it's not how do, just how do they change, it's how do we change? Because as much as we aren't sitting at a dinner table with Jesus, literally, we are sitting at a table with Jesus. And we are being changed by him. He is renovating our hearts. He's changing everything about our hearts. We've, we've learned what it means to, to confess, to admit that we need God. We've learned what it means to be obedient, to do what God says to do. And, and you have to know what God says to do in order to do what God says to do. We've learned that it's, it's our job to guard our hearts. And so tonight, we're just, I just wanna make a space where you can practice those things, right? I, wa- I wanna make a space where you can actually begin to put those things in your life because it's one thing to talk about being changed by Jesus. It's another thing to be changed by Jesus. And that's what we're here tonight to, to start to do, to start to practice. So, so we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray a lot tonight. Some of you might be uncomfortable with that. Others of you might not be. But before we do that, I just want you to close your eyes. And I want you to do something that you might feel weird doing, but close your eyes and go ahead and put your hands out, straight out in front of you. So with your eyes closed and your hands out in front of you, I want you to think about your day today. What happened today? Was it stressful? Was it exciting? Do you have homework tonight? Think about all those things that you're holding, that you came in here holding tonight. Think about the stress, the homework, the teams, the friends, all those things. And then I want you to turn your hands over. And I just want you to lay those things down. And when you lay them down, I want you to know where you put them. You put them at the feet of Jesus, who cares for you. And tonight, I don't want you to to forget or I don't want you to to not acknowledge who exactly we are praying to. Because we're not not just leaving a voicemail. We're not just talking to the receptionist here. We are talking directly to the God of the universe, the one who created you in your inmost being, who formed you and made you fearfully and wonderfully. So now I want you to turn your hands back up. They're empty now. And as we pray tonight, as we read scripture as our prayer tonight, I want you to be ready to listen. Maybe maybe God wants to say something to you. I want you to be ready to, to do something. Maybe God wants you to do something today. But more than anything, I want you to receive the care that God has for you, the love that he has for you. So with your arms open, 
with your hands ready and your eyes closed, focused, like put everything else aside and focus on, on the one true thing in our whole universe and that is that God loves you. And don't forget as we pray tonight that we are praying to that God. That God is the one that we are going to pray to tonight. So we're gonna pray and I want you to keep your eyes closed. I want you to focus on these words and I want you to imagine them as I read from Psalm 139. And I'm gonna read some and then I'm gonna pause and then I'm gonna read some more. So just sit tight and listen to these words, imagine them and let them be your prayer. A Psalm of David. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Pray to God. Thank him for always being with you. Tell him when it's the hardest for you to remember that he is with you. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be, light, will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. For you created me in my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Pray to God. Tell him your biggest fears. Ask him to change your heart, to love the things that he loves, to hate the things that he hates. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me 
and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Pray to God. Ask him to point out the things you need to confess, the things that are dividing your heart and the things that you need to guard your heart from. Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take me from your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and giant me with willing spirit to sustain me. Then I will teach your transgressors to what the ways so that your sinners will turn back to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God. You are my Savior, and your tongue will sing of your righteousness. Open my lips, Lord, and and my mouth will declare your praise. You do not delight in sacrifice, or I will bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart that you, God, will not despise. Psalm 51, 10, 17. can have a seat. Sometimes it's hard to find the words for confession. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes confession looks like telling a friend or a leader that you did something wrong. Sometimes it looks like telling God that you did something wrong, but it always looks like admitting that you are not capable of saving yourself. But what I love the most about the book of Psalms is that it gives me words of people who have gone through confession, people who have done the hard work and sometimes the scary work of confessing things that they're not proud of. And I love the Psalm that we just heard because that Psalm is a Psalm of confession that we need pure hearts. We have unpure hearts and we need pure ones. And we get, to, we get to say that to God, and it's actually a relief. I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels scary to have to do something on your own, and it feels impossible. But the Psalms give us, a wor- give us words for that, and I like to put those Psalms into my own words. You guys are going to practice this later today, but I like to do it. Um, so I'm going to pray my prayer in the words of, you know, kind of my own words for Psalm 51. So I want you to pray with me. I want you to bow your heads. I confess, I am the sinner and you are the saint. I confess that I have a debt that you have paid with no restraint. I confess that I am not worthy and that is the point. I confess my heart is impure and unsure and I don't know how much more I can endure. I need a surgeon to come into my heart and to restore what has fallen apart. I need a surgeon to come in and make his home in a heart where every part needs renovation. And God, only you can make me pure and sure. I confess that I am a mess, but you have made me clean.
And so I will sing. Tremble and do not sin. When you are on your bed, search your hearts and be silent. Psalms 4, 4. In all of these things, we are able to lay down that which we've given too much power in our lives. Whether we need to confess, whether we need to have an undivided heart towards God, like we talked about last week, it's our job to guard our hearts. Whether it's from idolatry or secrecy or temptation, we get to put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand. Stand your ground, and after you've done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We are not left defenseless, but in all reality, God is our defender. And that's why I love Ephesians 6, because these aren't things that we possess. These are things that God gives as a gift to us. These are not things that we can accomplish on our own. These are things we have to ask God for. So when we say guard your heart, we're really saying guard the heart that God gave you with the things that God gave you to guard it with. When we say guard your heart, we simply mean surrender your heart to God and let him protect it with every tool he could think of. He has, he has fashioned every weapon that you need in order to guard your heart. And obedience looks like all of these things, right? Having an undivided heart means surrendering and let, letting God defend you instead of you defend you. Obedience and confession and guarding your heart are simply things that help us understand our immense need for God. That he has done everything to get to us. And it's very simple. Doesn't make it easy, but it is very simple. God is asking you to choose him like he has chosen you. But Ephesians, Ephesians 6 doesn't stop there. Verse 18 says, And I pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. That is our task at hand. How do you guard your heart? You pray. How do you be an enemy? You bow your knee. You see, in the kingdom of Jesus, everything looks a little bit different than we expect it to. In the kingdom of Jesus, all the things that we've built up, all the things that we've done to, to, get our, to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps 
and make it work have actually pushed us further away from a surrendered heart to God. But when we encounter Jesus, our hearts, they go from unpure to pure. Not because we had good cleaning supplies, but because Jesus' blood paid. We go from having an undivided, or a divided heart to an undivided heart. We go from needing everyone's approval, from, from having to stack up all of these achievements and all of these things that we care about and that we're good at, to saying, the only thing I need is Jesus. We go from slavery to freedom. And ultimately, we go from death to life. Because Jesus did not just die and save you from your sins and resurrect himself to life, he actually rose you to life. He actually paid for your sins. He actually picked you up out of the death and dying of your own life. And he brought you into a new relationship with him, him one that is good and beautiful and life-giving, one that does not, is not characterized by lies and deceit and self-seeking, but one that's instead characterized by selflessness and service and bowing your knee to the king of the universe. That's our prayer tonight. That's what we're practicing. And it does take practice. So we're gonna continue to worship. We're gonna continue to surrender our lives to God by singing true things about who he is and what he's done. You can stand and worship. Thanks again for checking out this podcast from Christ Church of Ornogo. We hope that this teaching is helping you discover completeness in Jesus and encourages you to help others do the same. If you're interested in learning more about Christchurch, visit us online at cco.church.